Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's doing well today and uh, woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning and ready to get the day going in the right direction. And uh, yesterday I played a little bit of a Crowder song, went even a minute, and Facebook blocked it, <laughs> blocked the the whole devotion and uh so i had to try to re-upload the devotion try to had to go in and edit and cut that out and re-upload it so uh it's a shame you know i i don't really get any artist while they have a fit to share their music it's only helping them I mean, you, know, you, only, you know when you hear a song you want to hear it again or you may go buy the album it only helps them but particularly christian artists i don't get that i really don't it just uh, blows my mind that uh you know they but then again, it may not just be them, it might be the record labels. But still, you think Christian music of all would uh, be the least worried about copyright issues, that they'd want that out because if, well, you know what I'm saying. Just You think they would just want to glorify the Lord and that's the last thing they'd worry about is their pocketbook. But unfortunately, that's not the case. But anyway, let's see what we got watching this morning. We got Miss Amy Oaks-Turner, Tracy Little, Angel Dixon, Carolyn Kelly, Miss Kelly Jeanette Swift. We got Darlene Barker, Mike Hensley, Brandy Boyd Young. So I appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning, Get uh, getting up early and get her, getting our day started in the right direction. All right, Jennifer Honeycutt, I'm glad she joined us this morning. All right, my friends, let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the American flag of the United... Sorry. <laughs> Let me start over again. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right. It is, uh, sorry for, uh, hello, Terry Hudson. Sorry for messing up the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. What it is uh, above each uh, of the... Um, uh, when you say that place, it has the title, and I, I don't know why I keep wanting to read that title. But anyway, I was uh, we were at a five uh, k uh, uh, road race over in Unicoi, and uh, one time, and a guy that uh, was overseeing it, he said, "Will you lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance?" Now I know the Pledge of Allegiance like the back of my hand, but when he asked me to do that, it freaked me out. I uh, because you got all these people, you know, get ready to start this race. You know, you probably got a couple hundred people, and uh, I was scared to death. I was going to screw that that, that that pledge. In fact, I was trying to Google it. I was like shaking. I was like, "Oh Lord, please!" Because I thought if there, if you don't if there's nothing else in this world you 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 don't screw up on, that is the one thing you don't want to mess up. It's a pledge of allegiance in front of people. Because they're going to look at you like you're some kind of commie. And, oh, buddy, I tell you what, it made me a nervous wreck. But praise God, I got through it, and I said it correctly. And uh, the Lord gave me the strength uh, and the knowledge to get it done. Well, my friends, of course, you know, I always give my political rant before we get into our devotions. And, um, you know, I uh, just, oh, my gosh, man, I tell you what. 
the, the liberals live in a alternate universe. The garbage that was being stated on the State of the Union, I tried to watch it. I, I, I tell you, I'd rather just turn on the, the, the hand dryer in a men's restroom than have to hear that idiot. I'm sorry. I just, you know, I, people's got mad at me. Well, you should have respect for the president. Uh, uh, you should not be calling him an idiot. He's an idiot. All right, there's no other way to put it. I mean, he's an idiot referring to the Ukrainians as Iranians. And I tell you, what's making me more angry than anything was watching those two turkeys behind him at Pelosi. Oh man, I tell you what, (laughs) it's just I can't stand her. And uh, you know, when uh, Trump would give his State of the Union, she was just making all these horrible faces and ripping up papers in front of him and doing this sarcastic clap. And here she's just, everything Biden says, she would just, you tell she's just swooning over and couldn't wait to this uh, clap. And, uh, uh, and then Schumer, uh, his nauseating uh, face and him trying to stand up and clap every time he mentioned a word of anything. Uh, but it's just, you know, the, the hypocrisy, the, you know, how, what liars they are, you know, it's so crazy how that we have been fighting a virus all this time, but all of a sudden the State of the Union, oh, Max, are no longer needed. Biden has overcome and, and, and won over uh, this virus within a 24-hour period. I mean, it's crazy. You know, I mean, I'm glad that they're getting rid of these masks. I hope they get rid of the VA and everywhere else because they're ridiculous. Uh, Johns Hopkins come out. And said the mask is like trying to use a chain link fence to keep out a mosquito. It doesn't do any good. So it has been ridiculous from the beginning. But, all right, uh, it doesn't neglect uh, the fact that the virus is real. But they're, 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 how they, because they want to push their agenda. Now he's wanting to fund the police. Did you get that? I don't know if you got that or not. Here they've been spouting to, uh, spouting to defund. Now he's wanting to fund the police. And it, you can always tell when the midterm elections are coming up. Boy, they're trying to appease the people left and right. It, it is sickening. And he's trying to use Ukraine to, um, to uh, get people uh, excited like a pep rally when he could care less. In fact, uh, you know, he's been, uh, uh, laundering money through Russia, and then Ukraine's been paying his son millions of dollars. They told him to give it Ukraine billions of dollars. I thought, was it was Biden giving him a refund? I mean, come on. It, it's just, it was nauseating display up there. The lies uh, the, that he was spouting was just unbelievable. And these liberals soak it up and just think he's the greatest thing, and it it is mind-boggling. If you ever want to get a good insight, if you go to Twitter and look up some of these liberals that are on there, uh, you know, that uh, are, are talking heads or whatever, and see the comments. It, it is, it is, it is mind blowing. I mean, I literally saw a woman write that that Biden was the greatest president in the world, and I thought, what, what has he done? What tell me what he's done? I mean, he's, I mean, you look at everything that Trump has done and what how he our economy was booming, gas prices were were super low. Uh, unemployment was down. He was trying to make peace in the Middle East. He was protecting our borders. He was uplifting Christianity. Was Trump perfect? No. He had his problems. We didn't elect a, a preacher into office. We got elected a businessman to get the job done, and he was doing it. We got this lunatic that's just is destroying this country. And the comments that you see underneath that is just, it is just, I read this stuff, and I just feel my blood pressure getting higher and higher, and, and to the point I get redneck and I want to start swinging. I mean, it's just, I don't get it. I mean, I do not get it. Uh, but it is just, um, of course, I knew it was going to be a big joke anyway. So it just, it, anyway, makes me very angry, as you can tell. And I was trying to calm down for a sort of the devotion because I was just, uh, 
or I watch clips of it, I just, I just, oh boy, I just like, Lord, please help me to calm down so I can get this devotion done today. <laughs> so I was getting so mad. It's probably after garbage like that that's aired, it's probably the best thing for me to do is not even watch the news for a couple of days because it just makes me so angry. But anyway, well, let's get our devotion. That's why we're here, right? Okay, well, let's look at here. First John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he, do, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Alrighty, my friends. As me dear old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, it is, uh, you know, and I've talked about this before, and, uh, and I hope it don't will be beating a dead horse or nothing, but, you know, it is does change the fact that uh, you can't distinguish a lot of times between Christians and those in the world. You know, those things that should make us stand out uh, don't. Uh, you know, we have allowed the world to infiltrate our hearts and minds to such an extent there, you can't tell the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian. That's not a good thing because Christian, so many Christians have allowed the world to infiltrate their hearts and minds as uh, they have uh, accepted sin. We've been so beat down with you are to tolerate, you know, uh, and we are to accept, and, and you are to comply. You know, I often think about that um, 80s commercials, one of the, top one commercials you know is the apple computer commercial where the uh all the people are dressed alike and they're like drones and they're staring at the screen and then you have the woman coming in who's uh, uh, uh has color on her shirt and shorts and she comes in she throws the hammer and it smashes the screen i think that's what has happened to so many christians today they have become drone-like and have become come carbon copies of those in the world and you can't tell the difference because of their speech. They're cussing and telling the dirty jokes just like everybody else. You can't tell the difference between their, their actions, their thought. Their, you know, and, because, and then when it comes into question, you know, how dare you judge me kind of mentality, when in reality they should be judging themselves and realizing that, hey, you know, the Bible is that litmus test against all things. And if the Bible says this is wrong, then we are to abide by it. But then we go back to that that, uh, that type of relative attitude that so many Christians take towards the Bible to justify their sins. And, well, that may be true for you, but it's not for me kind of mentality. That's not how I interpret it. That's not how I see it. I don't give a rat's derriere how you see it or how you interpret it. That doesn't change the meaning. All right? You know, I'm not to, here to try to flaunt my education for anybody's face. That's not my point. But the fact of the matter is that that's why uh, going to seminary, going to college, so that you will have the proper understanding to know how it was applied to the original audience and how that it is applied to uh, today's culture and society. There are some areas in the Bible that was only for that particular time, place, and history. There may be aspects of that, even though it did apply to that, that we can use and glean from to apply to our own lives. But a lot of scripture, you know, a lot of people want to read into it 
all right, uh, is there's a difference between exegesis and eisegesis and the fact that you could try to read into something and try to make it something that is not there as eisegesis or exegesis to understand what it really means. We take it for face value. Uh, for if, if God's word says, that's what we do. All right. We, unless it's uh, uh, some kind of um, hyperbole or something like that, then obviously, uh, you know, uh, we wouldn't take that literal, but we usually take God's word literal uh, for what it is. That's why it's called proper hermeneutics to understand God's word. Again, you know, I thought I'm throwing out some words here. And, and again, it's not to, to, to try to act like I'm super smart or, uh, or, or none of that. You know, I'm just trying to get through to the point. I think that's why so many people who have gotten into the world uh, that they're the distinguish between them and the others is because of that type of mentality. You know, they, uh, uh, you know, they, well, I get a different meaning when I read it. It doesn't matter. You know, the Holy Spirit may reveal something a little bit different maybe to you than how the Holy Spirit may reveal it to me, but it doesn't change the meaning of the text. You know, I've read the Bible through. I see this will make, let's see. This October will make the 17th time I've read, no, I'm sorry, at the end of December, uh, it will make the 17th time I've read through the entire Bible. So I've read through the entire Bible 17 times, and every time that I've read through that, uh, I get something new and different out of it. But it doesn't change the meaning or the context. You know, even if I'm studying a passage of Scripture, there may be different points of views you can glean from that and use in order to help with spiritual growth. But the thing it is, my friends, we have to be. We've been set apart, and we need to be distinguished between those who are in the world. We need to be mindful of our actions. We need to be mindful of our attitudes. We need to be mindful of our speech. We need to be mindful of those things and realize who we represent and what we do. Now, it's not always easy. You know, uh, I uh, uh, lost my temper yesterday, and I'm going to be honest with you. I was uh, I shouldn't have lost my temper the way that I did, and Lord forgive me for losing my temper. But we were going to go to the golden trough, <laughs> golden corral to eat. And um, my actions and attitude did not represent that of a Christian. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't handle it the way I should have. But Brandy's had gastric bypass. All right. So she can only eat like literally like that much. I mean, that's all she can eat. I mean, that's just all it is. So she has a gastric bypass card. We've been there many times before. They've always accepted it. They charge her like the kid's price or whatever because she can't eat that much. Well, she comes over there and this girl says, I don't know if I can use, you can do that. And so she gets this manager over there and he comes over there all red-faced. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. And I said, what's the deal? I said, she said, well, if you want to get a to-go plate when you leave, then we could do that. I said, so she's going to sit here and watch me eat. And then uh, she's going to get a to-go plate. And he said, we just can't do that anymore. I said, dude, she can't eat but like that much. He said, uh, we have charged full price. I said, man, you're a jerk. And I walked out. And I know that wasn't the proper attitude, but it just ticked me off, you know. I mean, you have a medical card saying what you can or can't do, you know. And the fact that they have done it before, that's what made me so mad, is that they have done it before. If they had never done it before, you know, I'd be like, well, okay, that's their problem. But so I just, so I did lose my cool. I didn't represent. I kind of showed myself yesterday, and I'm sorry, and I shouldn't have done that, all right. But that's why we have to always try to be mindful. I always had to keep that at the forefront. See, that's why I was like, Brady gets on me. She goes, sometimes you share too much about yourself. Well, the thing of it is, I do that for a reason. Because 
I want you to understand just because I'm in the ministry, I'm a pastor, doesn't make me perfect. And I'm, I, I, fail, I foul up and I screw up just like everybody else. And I want to acknowledge that to show and demonstrate that, hey, you know, I've got areas I have to work on, you know, so that you understand that you're not alone in your walk and what you're going through. And so we, you know, that's why I do that. That's why I share those things so that you understand because it's so easy sometimes your Christian walk to feel like, gosh, I, I must be the only one. I'm a bad Christian. I, uh, am I even saved? Or, you know, because sometimes when you do something bad or repetitively bad, it's easy to question your salvation as, as if, if you're even saved. And so I want to share these things so that you understand that, hey, I'm not alone in what I'm going through and dealing with. And so we have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful of our speech. We have to rise above those things so that we can demonstrate a different attitude. You know, you look at pornography, and there's a, um, on uh, TikTok, there's a woman, she's a neuroscientist. I've been listening to her on there, and uh, she got some very interesting points in regards to pornography and how it affects the brain. I mean, I knew it affected the brain, and I knew it affected dopamine levels and the pleasure centers of your brain, and there were aspects of uh, the uh, the bio- biology uh, that I, I, I knew, but she hit on areas I didn't even realize. Of course, obviously, she's a doctor and neuroscientist, and she knows far more about it than I do, and how that shrinks the brain, and how it does affect the pleasure centers of the brain. And over 50 million people are affected by it, particularly with the pandemic, men and women alike, and how it, and it just is very, I find it fascinating, uh, the things that she's talking about in regards how to battle it, and how it does affect, and how to fight against those areas to make you want to desire uh, that pornography. It's very interesting uh, uh, lectures that she has on there. And uh, I can't remember her name, but I'd recommend you looking it up if you want to get that information. But uh, she, has, she, she knows her stuff. It's very interesting. But that's just it. You know, not only does it physically affect you, you know, uh, the lust of the flesh, uh, is, uh, but it affects you spiritually and emotionally. And she even gets into that too, as far as spiritual aspects, but mentally, how it affects aggression, how it affects uh, anxiety, how it affects uh, so many aspects uh, of your emotions, uh, that how pornography does that. And, you know, and here we read this here, that we are to uh, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. That's a big, huge area. Uh, in our world today that we have to be safeguard ourselves against and uh, and it's amazing how it has infiltrated so much into everyday uh, things we may look and view uh, whether it's on TikTok or or on Twitter or or even Facebook or commercials, movies, television, how it is infiltrated and it's so easy to, to be drawn into that. And it does affect marriages and it does affect relationships and it does affect self-esteem and, uh, and confidence levels. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing how all that stuff works together. And again, that's why God has to give us those tools to battle, to fight against those things. And, you know, and that's what makes it very tough in that battle uh, as Christians, because whether it's a pornography issue you have to deal with, anger issue you have to deal with, uh, maybe you have a problem with, with using foul language. Whatever it is, you know, we have to bring that and give that before God Almighty. We have to lay that before the cross. And even though you may try and you're doing well for a while and you may fall and mess up, you know, sometimes it's like you take two steps forward and four steps back. Uh, you know, you just realize that when you fall, you got to pick yourself back up 
and keep pushing forward and not give up. You know, because that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to keep messing up so many times because we're in that vicious circle of sin, forgiveness, sin, forgiveness, sin, forgiveness. It's, it just feels like, you know, why am I even bothering? Why am I even trying? But that's why we have to pick up the sword and we have to keep fighting and we have to keep pushing forward. And, you know, there are some questions for discussion, I think, that, uh, you know, uh, that I found that I thought would make um, some, some food for thought for you this morning. Uh, says, which do you seek with more fervor, wealth and honors of the world or the riches of grace and the approval of God? Good question to think about. Which have the greater attraction, the pleasure of the world, which are only for a reason, or those pleasures of God's right hand, which are for eternity? Wherein lies your confidence in the memory you have in your bank account or investments or in the living and faithful God who has promised to supply all your needs? Which causes the deeper sorrow, a temporal loss, or a break in your fellowship with God? Upon which do you get more joy, spending money for personal comforts and luxuries, or spending money to further the gospel? What most dominates your mind, thoughts and schemes after worldly advancements, or resolutions and efforts to grow in grace and then in the acknowledgement of the Lord. So great questions to ask yourself and uh, to find out maybe where you're at and where you're at with the, in, in the world uh, yeah, aspect of thinking. You know, are your mind geared towards the things of Christ or you're geared more towards the things of the world? And these are sometimes you got to ask yourself these questions and it may be hard answers that you don't want to answer and it may be bringing you under conviction and you may not like what you're hearing, but if that means more spiritual growth and that means changing your life for the better, then so be it. That's what we have to do. Sometimes growth can be painful. Sometimes growth is not always comfortable and we have to do those things that are right in God's eyes so we can draw closer to him all right my friends well i guess that's it for today but let's go ahead and close in a word of prayer dear father lord we just thank you love you and praise you lord we just thank you for your grace and your mercy lord help us each and every day to draw closer to you help us to to be aware and watch our speech actions and attitudes and lord help us to put you first lord help us to make the changes in our life that will help spur on spiritual growth Lord, is anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and which Lord protect us this day. Keep us safe and well as we're going out and coming in. Lord, I just want to say a special prayer for our children as they're going to school and work and out and about. Lord, please watch Lord protect them. Put a hedge of protection about them. Keep them safe and well. Lord, I just pray that you be with our country. Lord, let them turn back to you like never before, our nation's leaders. Lord, I pray that you be with the people of Ukraine, Lord Jesus. Help them to be victorious. And Lord, let these peace talks uh, come to fruition. And Lord, that this invasion will stop. Lord, I do pray for our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson. He's looking at surgery this Friday. Lord, I pray that you be a special prayer for Ginger Hood to bring healing upon her. Lord, be with us all and help us to keep you first in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do appreciate you all for tuning in this morning and uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.